presented by the American Beverage Association. Hey, good morning, playbookers. I'm Raghuman Ovalin. It's Wednesday. And on the show today, why Trump might be the story of the midterms. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. All signs point to a typical midterm election where the party of the president suffers double-digit losses in the House. The GOP has the big structural advantage on its side, a Democratic president with low approval ratings, inflation concerns, and an edge in polling on crime, education, and immigration, issues that are proving important to voters in the crucial swing suburbs where the midterms will be decided. One of the few ways Republicans could potentially blow this is if former President Donald Trump suddenly returns to center court. It's worth noting that Trump, from an electoral standpoint, is not toxic for his party everywhere. Republicans did better than expected in House races in 2020 because of the high MAGA turnout that Trump generated. But he's deadly for the GOP in the decisive suburbs at the heart of 2022 politics. Recall how Virginia's Glenn Youngkin treated Trump like Voldemort concerned that even uttering his name would repel potential supporters in Nova. This week, despite a war in Europe, a new presidential budget at home, and a Supreme Court nominee battle, Trump emerged as the dominant story, mostly because of the geyser of news related to the January 6th committee in recent days. Virginia Thomas, wife of Justice Clarence Thomas, pressed Trump's White House chief of staff to execute the John Eastman plan. Jared Kushner will not be protected by executive privilege when he's expected to voluntarily appear before the panel Thursday. Dan Scavino and Peter Navarro, two former Trump White House advisors, have been recommended for criminal contempt of Congress citations. The White House records of Trump's phone calls from January 6 have a seven-hour gap that raises the possibility that Trump was using a burner phone. Trump unendorsed Representative Mo Brooks, who now hints he may cooperate with the January 6th committee and says he was repeatedly, and even fairly recently, pressed by Trump to overturn the 2020 presidential results. Trump has eagerly jumped into the January 6th news cycle. He was slinging the usual conspiracy theories at a rally in Georgia on Saturday. He says he's never heard of a burner phone, which his former National Security Advisor John Bolton says isn't true. He called on Russian President Vladimir Putin to release dirt on the Bidens. Trump also said he got a hole-in-one recently. There's a debate among Democrats about whether there's any strategic value in making Trump the center of the election. Moderate Democrats barely clinging on to their seats insist they have no interest in talking about him. The Make 22 About Trump faction insists that the only way to recreate the dumb surges of 2018 and 2020 is to recreate the Trump-saturated political environment of those years when right-leaning suburbanites flocked to the Dems. But that debate may be moot. This week's convergence of 2020 election subversion news and while Trump comments is merely a foreshadowing of things to come. The January 6th committee's major reports when released this year will force every candidate to discuss Trump in 2020. And as the midterms approach, Trump, who has big bets placed on dozens of candidates up and down ballots across America, will be a central player in campaigns everywhere, whether either party likes it or not. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 10.15 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 12.30, Biden will have lunch with Vice President Kamala Harris. At 1.30, Biden will deliver remarks about the pandemic. Here's what's on the vice president's calendar. At 11 a.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will speak at Howard University about building a more inclusive and equitable economy, along with Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo and SBA Administrator Isabella Guzman. At 3.50, 
Harris will hold a bilateral meeting with Jamaican Prime Minister Andrew Holness. Comms Director Kate Bedingfield will brief at 2.30. The House will meet at 10 a.m. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai will testify before the Ways and Means Committee at 10 a.m. The Rules Committee will meet at 1 p.m. to take up high-profile bills decriminalizing cannabis and capping insulin costs. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky and Surgeon General Vivek Murthy will be among those testifying before an oversight committee at 2 p.m. The Senate is in today. OMB Director Shalanda Young will testify before the Budget Committee at 11 a.m. At 8 p.m., Representative Madison Cawthorn will be hosting a BYO. Actually, never mind. Can't, not gonna make that joke. I like working here. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Roku Munavalan. Have a good Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. America's beverage companies are working together to reduce plastic waste in our environment. They're carefully designing their bottles to be 100% recyclable, so every bottle can become a new one. Please help America's beverage companies get every bottle back. Learn more at everybottleback.org.